0: And that has made me just realise that the other thing I was meant to do on the show was I was meant to give Matt his Christmas present, which I didn't do when he was in uh, Wellington. And I have wrapped it, and it is not with me here, so we can't do that <laughs> oh, no. now. So you get no present this year. So That's shame for That's...
1: you. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Oh. Oh. Back. and we are back with another episode of Bros and Brews podcast and if you really like that tune you are just listening to right then uh, you got a bit of jingle jangle in your system right now that's just come from the sleepers who uh, it does the intro come around um, that's their little Christmas special they've got a few little Christmas specials that you can find on uh, SoundCloud and we love it we love it we chuck it in here at the end of every year now because we just think it's such a Just a sweet way of introducing the bit of Christmas spirit and Christmas chair into the system. So that's Jingle Jangle, and we absolutely love that. Um, But yeah, we're here. We're here today, uh, this week. It is December. I I haven't even got my calendar in front of me. What is it? December 23rd, isn't it? Oh, I still can't believe that. Two days till Christmas. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, people. It might have been Christmas already oh, by the no, time we'll you listen. We'll get this out. We'll get this out before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, but you we know, people to. might it might be it might be Christmas, by you know, after the, you know, people are traveling and things, which is actually a really good time to listen to a few podcasts if you are on the road. Um, but yeah, we're back, weekly brew twenty two, um, and yeah, it's good to be back. Um, I am back in Auckland Uh, bit of a switch up obviously from last week being a special episode down in Wellington and being together the bros are in the same room which we always love Um, but yeah we're back to our normal podcast recording our humble um, uh, two city roots yes very, yes very true and yeah it's uh it's gonna be a it's gonna be a cool episode today we've got a f- lot of things to talk about some exciting future stuff and things that have gone on through the week maybe a bit of review of Brulette and how that's gone throughout the year but before we get to that point we've got to do our last brulette um actually we're not entirely sure. It might be our last brulette. It might sneak in another one. Yeah, Neither I mean, we thinking
0: this will probably be the last one for the year, but, you know, we reserve the right to get enthusiastic and jam one more. So we're sitting exactly. on the fence, but the plan is for this to be the last brulette of the year, probably the last episode of the year, but we will give nothing defin- definitive in case <laughs> we
1: decide, you know what? Let's get Just, another one in there. Yeah, exactly. Just to keep you guys on edge. So today is brulette. Thirty, which is a nice, well-numbered uh, number to end on mm, this week. I do mm. got to say. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yep, if you if you know how it works, then you know. If you don't, go back and listen. Um, so <laughs> we we will start off by saying the type of beer that we are drinking today on the count of three: one, two, three. Hazy pale ale. Oh, you did it. You went with a double. I went double. It's festive
0: cheer. It's jingle jangle season, baby.
1: Yo. Oh, that's so Um, nice. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Look, look, I'm I'm excitable today. I went to the same supermarket as last week, Schaefer's, and I thought to round out the year, I've got to do a 330, uh, and there just really are not very many left that I haven't had. Uh, as we said before, there were stouts, not interested in that. Cream ales, not interested in that. A couple of pilsners that didn't really excite me. Um, and sort of sitting there alone uh, was a, a a can from Brew that we talked about, and that's Double Vision, which I believe you have in Auckland based on what you said last week. Mm-hmm. Most of Double Vision's cans are four forty, but this was a three thirty. It is an eight point nine percent double IPA. In a three thirty. In a three thirty. So I've got my bottle of oh water here. Mind. I'll just crinkle the bottle so you know I'm not lying. Yeah, nice. There you know. <laughs> uh so yes, I'm gonna have to sort of drink this uh slowly, carefully, responsibly. But yeah, I I th- I I stared it lots of the four forties and I was like, you know what, I I do wanna try this. So yeah, Can it's you cool. can you show me the
1: can? Sorry, can. audience. It's called uh, Naughty Hopper. Naughty which is Hopper, very appropriate seeing
0: as we were sharing the white mischief Uh, rabbit based uh, beer last week true Um, but yeah Naughty Hopper from from Double Vision an 8.9% double IPA because I'm look I've finished for the year very much on a holiday mode uh, and I'm ready to have one last beer on brulette to finish the show but before I can we must hear a little something of what you're drinking today
1: (laughs) Uh, nice I I, uh, always appreciate a double IPA which you uh, will soon come to see with my rankings Um, but today I am drinking, um, a new brewery that we haven't had on, uh, brulette before. Um, and that is, uh, Eddie line brewery, which is a brewery that comes from Nelson. Um, which yeah, haven't seen before. Just kind of started popping up in the supermarkets. Uh, and yeah, it's a hazy pale ale. It is called sippin on sunshine.
0: Oh, how appropriate.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's how I kind of wanted to wanted to bring out this broulette this year. Sipping on sunshine. Beautiful days in both of our cities today. Um, but yeah, Hazy Pale Ale. Eddie Line Brewery. It's new. It's popped up. From Nelson. Um,
0: Interesting that they've made their way to uh, to Auckland. Yeah. I, I'll have to see if I can can find them in supermarkets here because it's definitely not ringing a bell. But you would think that they'd be distributing here as well as, you know, if they are in Auckland.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, first things first, let's crack them open. Crack them open.
0: Cheers to you. Oh, yes.
1: Uh,
0: a very merry, slightly early Christmas to you and to our audience and to those who, you know, don't celebrate Christmas, but festive seasons anyway. Uh happy end of the
1: year and uh, cheers to you for the last brulette of the yeah, year. Cheers, mate. Merry heri
0: Oh, that is strong. Um, Mm. Nice first sip for me. Uh, Mm. You just can really tell that it's... Double. It's dense. It's (laughs) really dense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, though. Nice sort of flavor profile. I don't remember the last time I did. I know it's a double IPA, so it's going to be... Heavy seems like a bad adjective, like a negative adjective, but you could tell it was going to be
1: kind of in your face. But um, Mm. nice first sip. High hopes for it nice um yeah same here um the can really doesn't give you a lot away it literally there's just this this guy in a beanie aviators and a massive moustache just that and underneath his face he's got triple dry hopped crisp and citrusy um and yeah, it's really good. Like yeah, straight off the bat, definitely get that citrus. Um, but then you know the kind of the hops and the you know bit of more of the as you said that heavy beer flavour sits at the back. Um, so yeah, it definitely makes me want to drink more, which is nice. Hey, that's a great start. And yeah, and
0: while we're enjoying these these last beers for the year, which as Matt said is, is number thirty, I just wanted to give you know give my own personal shout out to. Uh, sleepers of course the uh the duo based out of the uk um who very lovingly have allowed us to use uh, uh come around as our sort of intro and outro music for the year um and that song i think was released like four years ago and we've just loved having it as as the sort of top and tail of the show and and also four years ago sleepers released their first christmas tune called give you a gift uh, and last year's Christmas, they released, it looks like snow and this year they're back again with jingle jangle, which you, you heard before. And I was just saying to Matt, like there's such a, I don't want to set a hole in the market. It's so such bland vocabulary, but I guess modern Christmas songs that don't take themselves too seriously because mm-hmm. all of sleepers Christmas tunes that, I mean, they're, they're satire songs. They're not taking themselves too seriously, but the, the compositions themselves are really good and they're really catchy and kind of doesn't matter that the, the lyrics are sort of making, making fun of things. So I definitely recommend going on SoundCloud. I believe it's the only place that you can find Sleepers' music. music um, to, to have a listen to the tunes. Uh, and yes, thank you again uh, to the band, the group for letting us use come around all year as our, as our music. And I don't know about you, but it just a, a, gets me I think there's something about upbeat sort of pop techno housey kind of Christmas that gets me a little bit more upbeat in a way that Christmas tunes in their traditional form, which often choral, you know, carols are kind of I don't wanna say then they're uplifting in a different way. So anyway I I, agree. I totally agree. I'm I'm here for the the modern Christmas tunes and And yep. here, here for a, a, a beer with you. Um, maybe that's where we, sh- where we should start. We we set each other the task of of having a look back of a brulette from this year and actually compiling our scores. I know it's something we've said we'll do for ages, uh, and we haven't. Uh, but it's definitely worth sort of going back through and, and seeing you know, what's risen to the top after 30 weeks, what's sitting at the bottom. I suggested to Matt, you know, there might be a couple of scores that you know, with hindsight, you might score slightly higher or, or slightly lower. Any patterns we've found with the styles of beer and that sort of thing, but I think I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll hand the mic over to you. What, what in scoring your beers, collating all the data, what jumped out at you? Do you have a favourite beer from the year that isn't your top score? You know, is there one in the middle that you think should have been better? Uh, anything from looking at 30 weeks of trying singular craft beers from New Zealand (laughs) breweries that jumps off the page to you?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, so, I mean, first off, I'll start off the top, right? Like, my highest-rated beer that I had this year was uh, Garage Project's uh, Party and Bullshit, which is a hazy IPA, and I scored that a rounded-off nine. I gave that a straight up nine this year. And I got to say, I've gone back to drink that beer just casually and I still love it. Nice. So, that's validating. Yeah, exactly. So it's definitely my favorite beer and probably a beer I will keep on going back to because I see them all the time. So yeah, party and bullshit. Really love it. Hazy IPA. Um, but then yeah, my my next two top are um, uh, the double IPA, which was what you're drinking right now. I really enjoy a double IPA just because of, you know, what it really gives the palate. And obviously it's, you know, it is like, we need to think of a word. What's another word we can say instead of using heavy, um, weighty, um, uh, what's another synonym? I don't Um, know. Heavy. Dense sounds bad too, but it's, I guess maybe intense. Intense, but heavy is right though. Like I know what you mean. Like I think in the terms of like this and, and alcohol and beer, heavy, i don't know i don't see it negatively because i at least enjoy it in the palette um because yeah i had pernicious weed as my second with an 8.9 um and then i had the liberty citra double ipa at 8.8 um which yeah i'm i need to try again because i can't you know seeing with all of these and then amongst all of that it's, it's hard to kind of remember that palette taste um with all of these others. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that, that's my top three. So a hazy IPA and two double IPAs. Um, but then yeah, pretty much the top 10 full of hazies, um, hazy NZ IPA, hazy APAs, just hazy IPAs. Um, and yeah, I color coded, I color coded my Ooh, uh, system. So you. I knew, I know. So I knew which one was my top, just looking straight through it all. um, my top sour of the year um, was the Urbanaut um, Makaha Tropical Punch, which was a hazy sour. I gave it an 8.3. Um, I do remember that one uh, as I look up to my cans up there. I think it's covered right now. I can't actually see it at first glance. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my top sour. Um, and then once again, Garage Project coming in with the Rocket IX. that was my favorite beer that wasn't a double IPA or it wasn't a hazy, it was a West Coast IPA, so something that wasn't trying to be too much of something, I gave them 8.2, um, so yeah, Garage Project covering all bases pretty much everywhere on my list, um, also my favorite lager, only had two lagers this year um definitely steered towards more of the hazies and everything else but yeah only two lagers and but my top lager was that parrot dog matt that i had yeah and that's a good one yeah but that's what i mean you know you were saying in the sense of scores and things now that i think about that and that 7.8 i gave that i would probably rank that higher um because i really did enjoy that beer Um, it'd be, I'd be interested to listen back to what I said about the, why I gave it a 7.8. Um, but I did really enjoy that mosaic lager. So yeah, that's probably a highlight as well. Um, and then yeah, pretty much my, my like bottom kind of 10, just full of your IPAs, your pale ales, New Zealand IPAs, XPAs. Um, but you know, still in sevens, still in a really good range, you know, which is probably about right um and then my my lowest two beers of the year and look we're not naming or shaming anyone obviously these are our first impressions of having a beer and you know week to week with all of these others it's, it's still a respectable score you know still something you'd watch on IMDB um but I say yeah IMBD? My, yeah IMBD. you know you're, you're like you know like I probably Isn't won't it watch IMDb? a movie IMDB I oh, yeah, IMDb what is IMDB yeah. IMDB movie beers database <laughs> beers dot exactly beers to drink movies to um, so my second to lowest was the mower Brewing Company um, Gojira, which was the Japanese rice lager um, I respect it for trying to kind of you know do something that there's not a lot of um, but yeah it didn't, didn't didn't really do well for me I had that pretty early on in broulette as well didn't do a lot um, and then my lowest score, which I actually had down in Wellington in the same room as you at one point during the year, was the Panhead Lucky 17. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was a hazy. And I, I remember distinctly it wasn't a hazy. Um, and it really didn't have a lot going for it. I mean, like drinkable, obviously all of these beers were really drinkable, but yeah, it didn't really have a lot going for it. So um, yeah, put put that put that down at the bottom, unfortunately. So that was the only hazy that really suffered the wrath of Brulette this year. Um, yeah, yeah. Tough.
0: But, I mean, it's a tough look with such yeah. a high, high respect for hazies generally. Exactly. But hey, that's exactly. what we're here for. We're here to yep. not give everything a 7.2. <laughs> we had to give some opinions so that if people are staring at a, a, a bevy of single can craft beers and they don't know what to pick, these are just our subjective opinion. And people yep. wouldn't respect us if we
1: didn't give any any low scores. Um, You know, while while when you talk about your beers, mm. I'll actually f- figure out what my mean score was. Oh, right. Because um, looking at it right now, I can't really tell, but... The score I gave out the most was an 8.4. I had yeah, three beers that got into the 8.4. I think our I think our data is pretty
0: similar. Um, so my top beer of the year was Parrot Dogs, Bird's Eye Hazy, something I probably yep. would stand behind confidently. Gave it yep. an 8.8. Nothing crossed into the nines this year. Yeah. Um, the second highest ranked beer was an eight point seven and that was actually a sour from a brewery that, to be honest, I've really un- I've underrated because I don't rate their can design. Oh yeah. And I don't know that much about them, but Doesn't it was Juicehead's mind funk sour. So oh, yeah. I need to I need to respect Juicehead a little bit more, I think, because the only other beer that I got from them was their Pilsner, which I only gave a seven point five. But when you think that I gave Garage Project's Pilsner Pilsner Thrill was a 6.8, actually what Juicehead is doing is it's ranking higher than other stuff. So, mm, uh, mm. yeah, the, Mindhunk, the Mindfunk Juicehead Sal was 8.7. Rounding up the top three was a three-way tie uh, with 8.5s. Another two Parrot Dog Beers. So you really can see where my allegiance lies. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you may or may not remember the, the, the Bitter Bitch... Uh, ipa from parrot dog which i said is my favorite beer for a long time or at least my favorite staple and then of course the falcon apa which i sort of begrudgingly decided was just as good and then the other one was beyond the clouds batch brewing west coast ipa which i believe i had when i was in auckland last yep, time you did um yeah i mean if i look at my my to, like the sort of top heavy of mine as a mix there's a bunch of hazies there's three sours and probably the top 10 uh the white mischief which we tried last week which was an 8.4 and saison du nectar from north end which was an 8.4 happy days got an 8 before and to be honest happy days i think is a beer that if i tried it again would be higher i think probably because i'd had it before i didn't feel like i could give it I mean, it was the highest score for quite a while, but I think it would probably stand up against the bitter bitch and the Falcon, for example. So that's something I think could probably go up. Um, lots in the 8.3s, 8.2s, eight point ones. Nothing that I really feel needs to be moved around a lot. Um the you know maybe i was too nice to a couple of beers like the ghost light hazy ipa from Gage project which i felt invested in from a sort of it's theater background type situation which i gave an 8.1 was maybe more a sort of 7.7 situation um but honestly as you work your way to the bottom the beers that i really didn't like were things that were a little bit experimental or i mm-hmm. think i don't know just maybe a bit Ironically, experimental or boring. So something like the Duncan's Whippy Milkshake IPA didn't didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um, the Duncan's Yum Yum Muzu Lager, again, probably this combination of a bit weird and also a bit boring together. If that makes <laughs> sense. The <laughs> the two pale ales, both in the bottom five, so no pale ales will we'll come back on. I know happy days a Pacific pale ale, but, um, yeah, Sawmill's pale ale was the worst. It was, I gave it a 6.7 and the first score of brulette for me. So wow. is that unfair or was it just genuinely setting the bar really, really low? Um, yeah, there's obviously lots of Garage Project on my side of things. I've probably done close to 10 Garage Project beers this year, which I don't I don't regret at all. I think they're such a staple. It's good to know where they all sit in relation to each other. Um, I think my goal for Brulette next year would be to try a few more non-sour, non-hazies. I want to see if I can find a Pilsner that I really like. I want to see yeah. if I can find a Lager yeah. that I really like. Um, and as I'm I'll I'll be forced to move into the 440 realm I think uh, trying some 440s from from more niche breweries will be will be on but yeah so 6.7 was my lowest score 8.8 was my highest Uh, and there was a real cluster around the sort of 8.5 to 8.3 region I think I had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 11 beers of the 30 in there Um, only 2 below 7 and then and yeah, nothing made it, nothing made it to the nine. So another goal for next year, will actually to, if I find a beer that find I really enjoy, be confident enough to give it a nine, a 9.1. Nice. Um, but yeah, looking forward to, to coming back to this, this next year, moving into the four the forties and, and seeing if we can, I mean, actually make the, make the thing happen.
1: Make it happen.
0: Yeah, so no. Well, I mean, what beer. we've
1: after today we've cut out 60 beers
0: Hey, no, no mean feat from you and I, my friend. That is some impressive, <laughs> impressive stuff. Um, but we shouldn't talk about beers, beers all day. What we should touch on is your weekend down here in the dust. You're back up yeah. in Auckland. Any final, final thoughts? Um, I mean, last time we were recorded, it was sort of pretty early on. Uh, the mic is yours for any, any, I don't know, comments. Obviously you were here with people that hadn't been to Wellington before. So kind of playing host, how was that experience? Uh, was it nice to be back? Are you happy to be back in Auckland now? Uh, anything and everything, any comments you have
1: while I sip my (laughs) very dense beer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, look, I had a really fun time and I think it was so different this time around because as you said going down with Morgan she'd never been to Ellington before so I very much felt like you know I mean yes a tour guide but I kind of like had this perspective of looking at it with a tourist eye again and being like oh you know we have to do this we have to do this or you know what was our limitations of being able to do and stuff so there was a lot that we didn't do because we were only there for a few days but I think for what we did do and the places we went and the food we had and stuff was, you know, the kind of quintessential Wellington things to do. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, I like I, I did, I had a lot of fun. Um, caught up with you multiple times, caught up with a few other friends. I think the hardest thing that I found about this trip was, is that... it it wasn't my trip, like, it wasn't my holiday away, you know, like, we were there for Morgan, and her birthday, and, you know, things that she wanted to do, and stuff like that, so I really did want to spend most of the time with her, so, you know, I only potted away from her a few times throughout the whole weekend, um, so, you know, there was a lot of people that I didn't get to see, and things like that, and that's just how, how it was this trip, you know, so, um, it's yeah I, that, yeah that was just it. I just had to kind of respect Morgan and, and I really just want to you know spend a lot of time with her and make memories with her um showing her around the, the whole the, the old yard um but yeah it was a, it was a really good time I'm really glad we got to experience the wind um on the Monday when we left I also got told that uh that night and the next day it was even windier so I couldn't imagine what that was like. Strongest in um,
0: four years, I think. Yeah, exactly. 130,
1: 140K. Yeah, that's, 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 that's crazy to me. So, yeah, I mean, because yeah, we went out Mount Vic um, on the Monday and that was really fun. That was really cool. Um, and yeah, it was, yeah, it it was, it was just actually a really good time, really refreshing to get away after the lockdown and things. Um, but being back is, I mean, yeah, what, I've only been back for three days. Um, and it has been full of, um, a little bit of Christmas shopping, um, and getting ready for Christmas because it's Christmas and it's still a very weird thought to have that it is already Christmas. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's where my mind's been the past couple of days. It's just kind of coming to terms with um, that—that it's the end of 2021 um, and we're into another year, which it's really hard to have expectations for. Um, Yeah, because you know it's like that's what this this year was. I think we all went into 2021 being like, "Yep, nice," and you come out of the end of 2021 being like, "Oof." It was a long slog once again, so uh, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it's really you know it's it's nice to be here just before Christmas, and I know once we get to Christmas, is celebrating it. You know, spending I'm spending Christmas Day uh, with with Morgan um, and her family, which is going to be really nice. Fun, um, yeah. And then we're not doing my family Christmas until uh, the start of next week, actually, because people have to work Boxing Day, which is when we would usually do it, Um, and people are doing their own things on Christmas Day. So that's just uh, how it is this year for us leeches. Hey, extend Um, the holiday season, bro. There's worse things than that. Oh, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So, no, I'm going to be getting two good feeds spread out over a few days, so that'll be nice. Um, And, yeah, I I am looking forward to it, but this year Christmas has definitely felt... um, kind of just like it like it appeared you know yeah. and i think that's why it kind of stunted me a little bit in the i'm not as joyous or looking forward to it because it just felt like it's all come at, at, at one time even though it comes at the same time every bloody year yeah. um but yeah it just it was a, a very different vibe for me mentally getting into this christmas spirit and stuff so i know that you know over the next day or so um and when i get with mum and stuff it'll yeah it'll be it'll feel way different
0: hey listen to enough sleepers tunes on repeat and i <laughs> yeah. guarantee that the festive spirit will work its way inside you um no i definitely know what you what you mean about the way that this year has played out and i guess i think there's a there's a need for the end of the year rather than a need for sort of christmas spirit specifically yeah. i mean yeah we're again we've talked to the past you know We are we are two sort of Christmas-minded people. There we respect their you know people that are not christmas minded whether it be uh from their faith or their spirituality or if for whatever reason they don't like the commercialization of christmas all that sort of stuff but i think as someone who normally does buy into it this year has really kind of been oh yeah it's halfway through december kind of just getting towards the end of the year situation mm. um and i think that's part of why matt and i have sort of sat on the fence a little bit about whether this is our last episode of the year or not just because this episode this yeah, this episode doesn't have the kind of recapping the year vibe. You know, maybe yeah. we'll do that before January 1st. Maybe we'll do it after January 1st. I think once we get post-Christmas, there'll be that sort of, how was this year? What happened? What didn't happen? What are my goals for next year? That sort of vibe. Whereas right now, it sort of just feels like the, thank God we're here <laughs> type <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, we do, you know, we have we have stuff to stuff to look forward to next year. And some. I personally have some... Uh, new year's resolutions from this year that i need to sort of tie a bow on i'm pretty sure i mentioned them at some point earlier this year so those will be ready to be recap. but yeah this is very much not the 2021 and and recap episode even though it has been for, for brulette but yeah i definitely feel the same way same way with with uh christmas i mean i finished my last day at the barbershop on saturday uh went and did a big clean on tuesday so i'm kind of completely out of there and and very much sort of checked out in, in a, in a positive, positive way. Um, but yeah, there was one, one last sort of bit of business that had to be taken care of for the year that actually involved my dear friend Matt over here. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, we will probably save the, the detailed version of it next year for next year, but, uh, as we sort of wrap up this year, I think it's exciting to share that. Uh, I got some funding for a project next year, a theatre show that I wanted to put on. Uh, have always wanted Matt to be a part of it and it's a show where there's, you know, there's funding for a second actor. Uh, thankfully, I know a second actor. Uh, I do podcasts with him regularly, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I I officially called Matt on on a business meeting Zoom yesterday (laughs) to ask him if he was interested in it, which was just a funny thing for our yeah. our creative dynamic and i think that's why it's worth mentioning as we sort of wrap up the year because um, obviously so much of this podcast has been talking about creativity and our journey as actors obviously a big thing for you this year is signing with your your agency and doing auditions all that kind of stuff and yeah, it was very rewarding in the last couple of weeks to have that project get some funding and for me to be able to say to matt you know has both a a dear friend but also uh someone whose professional work I really respect, to go, hey, look, I got some money for the show next year. It's for two actors. I want you to be the other person. So yeah, over the next couple of, of months, I'm sure we can talk more about what the the show is and and the festival that it's going to be a part of. But yeah, it's just one thing to, to really look forward to. And that's why I wanted to pitch it to you, I guess, before Christmas as kind of a, hey, we specifically as two actors have something to look look forward to next year but yeah very weird to message Matt and say um <laughs> um I have this thing to talk about and that has made me just realize that the other thing I was meant to do on the show was I was meant to give Matt his Christmas present which I didn't do when he was in uh Wellington and I have wrapped it and it is not with me here so we can't do that oh, now no. so you get no present this year so that's funny. shame for that's, you that's no sorry I completely forgot about it. I got my there <laughs> I got my notes I didn't bring I didn't bring a present I won't ruin it's it now. Okay. We we're going to do this whole I'd unwrap the present for him thing, but maybe that wasn't meant to happen. But it'll be still... It's not a eat this by Christmas Day or Christmas thing <laughs> present. It will still have value next episode. So, nice. Nice. So no presents for you, but perhaps a role in the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. But yeah, I mean, look, speaking, speaking on that, it was... Uh, It was, it was really cool, you know, in a professional light, you know, getting the call from James, um, and yeah, pitching this idea for a show, um, and I gotta say, he did a very good job, um, I was in from probably his first sentence, even though he'd probably pitched it to me for about 15 minutes. My first sentence was, um, it's funded. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. I'm in. Um. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Look, without going into too many details, you know, it really gives us the ability to, you know, devise together um, and kind of, you know... Adapt and show things the way that we want to show them for different eyes and different audience. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be really exciting. That's the point that excites me the most about it Um, and and obviously performing with James. Um, But yeah, I I think it's going to be a really cool endeavor and a really cool project um, and a really cool time of year as well. Um, And the whole thing that it is around um which we will get into more at a later time but um yeah get excited because i think yeah we're pretty excited about it so we will definitely be talking about it more
0: yeah yeah it'll be a nice thing to talk about on the show and we can get into you know some some episodes talking about our process with the show specifically Mm. which which will be fun but yeah yeah we love we love to to tease and to, to dangle little things. So that's our little <laughs> thing for for next year. But uh, yeah, outside of uh, outside of that, this week for me has just been kind of finishing up work, last bit of shopping, bits and pieces. I really don't have to have too much to report, to be honest. Just kind of checked
1: out and and happy that the sun is shining. Yo, nice, nice man. No, yeah. that's cool. I mean, that's that's. Uh every week doesn't need to be full of everything, and nice. this next week will probably be full of a lot so uh nice to have a bit of a, a I guess a clean out and a break um but look, I know you just mentioned um it's funny you know it's funny you mentioning about recapping the year and stuff and uh you know me writing a question for today that I probably did what twenty minutes ago um but I do have a question for you. And whether you want to save this question or not, it is Ooh. entirely up to you. Yeah. We yeah. can we can save it for next episode and I can try and think of something in the next few minutes. <laughs> um but even if we were to jump into one aspect of the year, um you were talking about resolutions and things like that or you know goals and things like that my question to you simple when it can be one thing that you may have thought of in December last year or January last year but did you accomplish what you wanted to in 2021 <laughs> i know it's a big question but coming off the back of 2020 and the year that that was and going into 2021 Did you have something that you just wanted to accomplish this year? Uh, Whether it be something really small, um, you know, work, lifestyle, just your own kind of uh, mentality, spirituality, all of that stuff. Is there something that, you know, you felt like you accomplished that you had said at the start of this year, I'm going to do that?
0: Yeah, I set quite a lot of goals at the start of this year across like a whole range of... Uh, some professional goals some like lifestyle goals um and i've been thinking about this over the last few weeks and yeah i I think i will respectfully postpone the 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 more in-depth answer but (laughs) i think my short-term response would be yes as i look back at the year i think i'm happy with things i've achieved this year i don't Mm. think there's any massive glaring red bark that makes me go oh that didn't happen. Um, so as a sort of tying, tying a small bow on the year, I'd say, I'd say, yeah, I think most of the, the things I wanted to happen this year manifested in some form, maybe mm. not the specific form that I had you know envisioned or hoped for or expected, but for the most part, I'd say across this year as a whole, uh, despite, uh, a small of course a smallish lockdown um <laughs> yeah despite everything that's gone on i think i feel pretty good about 2020 i definitely feel tired and ready for a break i mean but that probably happens most years but but yes on the whole pretty happy with with this. and and yeah next episode or whenever we do this episode I'd, I'd like to get in in depth there's a couple of new year's resolutions as i said that are you know i have yet to figure out if i've achieved them you know some of them are do x amount of this by the end of the year Mm -hmm. um um, one of them was a certain reading a certain number of books i was frantically reading today to try and binge (laughs) binge through some books that's one of them um but yeah on the whole i think i feel pretty good about 2021 um and you'll have to tune in to the next episode to hear the specifics Nice. Uh, nice yeah how about you
1: uh yeah yeah Uh, i mean you said it before and it really was like the biggest thing that i wanted to accomplish this year um was to get an agent um and accomplishing that halfway through the year was like you know really satisfying um working full-time for so many years not in the profession that i studied for or really wanted to commit myself to um, you know, really got myself mentally and you know just just into a space that I really wasn't happy with myself, and so cutting back this year and you know finally getting this agent and stuff, yeah, it was the biggest thing that I wanted to accomplish this year, and you know the back back half of this year hasn't been the easiest with lockdown and stuff, and having an agent in itself isn't the easiest thing to have either. Um, but I've enjoyed every moment of it and knowing what 2022 is also going to bring out of it as well, um, excites me just as much and makes me nervous, makes me scared. But those, you know, those feelings that I have towards, you know, my career in this job, um, just makes me, makes me care about it so much more um and wanting to really strive for it so yeah i did i did accomplish the one thing i wanted to um i mean if i look at 2020 and 2021 and they're complete polar opposites of what i've what i've done this year nice um, even with a three four month lockdown in there um i've got a lot out of this year so yes i did accomplish i accomplished what i wanted to
0: Nice. so i think this how we think about the year at this point during the year and sort of a week and a half from now can be quite different because I think mm. at this point of the year, there's just sort of that exhaustion of like, we sort of, we made it and it would be nice. And, and however long it is between the next episode to reflect maybe a little bit more in depth. And as soon as you start planning new goals, you realize yeah. we tend to set goals based on things we feel we haven't achieved or we can improve upon. So mm. yeah, I mean, we've always been super honest about our, our careers and how we feel creatively, and other stuff we're going on, so that's just just par for, par for the course for us. But uh, in the short term, yes, I obviously know that uh, signing with an HC was a huge thing for this year, and and was at the time one of those things that I felt you know, if if nothing else happens career wise this year, that's still a massive, massive achievement. So, uh, that alone. Is enough to 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 carry yeah. um but yeah obviously both matt and i next episode will come back we'll maybe have some new resolutions we'll recap what's <laughs> going on but um but hey we don't know if that'll be in a few days or a few weeks time but one of the exciting things about the last week or so i know especially for you but also for myself is that we have both actually been to a film in the movie cinemas yes. um, I went and saw Wes Anderson's new film The French Dispatch <gasps> oh, uh, I on want to Tuesday see night uh, yeah went and saw it at Lighthouse Cuba um, if you're in Wellington I don't know if I don't know if you know or our audience knows don't even know how many people in wellington listening but uh wellington advent calendar is a thing where every year the city council i mm. guess does this thing where they every day there's sort of a new deal so anyway if you're in wellington you want to go to the cinemas the lighthouse cuba has two tickets, 24 dollars but wes anderson french dispatch uh i enjoy wes anderson's films i haven't seen them all uh i've seen Grand best hotel a lot i've seen yeah. fantastic mr fox a lot i haven't seen some of his earlier works but Fran is a very big fan. So we, I thought like, let's actually go and see this film in the cinema. And it's, it's, it is Wes Anderson. <laughs> I think again, from a non-spoilers perspective, having read lots of reviews, lots of the reviews have said, this is the most Wes Anderson-y Wes Mm. Anderson film so it's quite a lot and at the start I was a bit like uh maybe this is too much but by the end I really really enjoyed it um and I think something to say that again isn't really a spoiler is that it is an anthology so it's a collection of short stories there's Uh, there's a through line but it mm -hmm. is not one singular narrative and I think that is a big make or break for lots of people I personally really really enjoyed it Mm. um so that was really nice. I've been wanting to see June. That's on the list. I'll let you touch on another film. That's on the list. Uh, and then, yeah, just have, have a few more Christmas films that we've talked about in the past. After Christmas, Last Night, Solid 7, eight, ten, seven or 8 out of 10. Uh, went on Reddit and found some suggestions for Christmas movies because I'm really big on trying to watch pre-2000s Christmas movies. This kind of old, gritty Yeah. And this film called Christmas Vacation, or I think the long title was like National Lampoon's Christmas Oh, National Vacation. Lampoon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with Chevy Chase. Had such high expectations because everyone on Reddit was like, yeah, it's a top five, top five. I hated it. I thought it was yeah. terrible. Didn't finish it. It, <laughs> it wasn't genuinely funny. It wasn't funny in a this movie is terrible kind of way. It just genuinely didn't make sense. And unless you were of a generation where you saw that film in your childhood, I don't understand why you would think it was, was uh, good. So what I'm saying is don't watch Christmas vacation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my last thing to report for the year is, is survivor series 41, which friend I've been watching week to week for the last 13 weeks is finally over. And I've definitely decided that survivor is a TV show better binged than week to week because from a understanding the kind of character arcs, A week Mm. is enough time to sort of forget what has happened and the recap is never quite enough. So I've definitely been converted to, I think next survivor season, I won't watch it until it comes out and then we'll uh, do all 13 episodes, not necessarily back to back to back, but in a shortened period of time. Um, Fair. But yeah, don't recommend Christmas vacation. Survivor 41 was good and French French dispatch. I very much uh, enjoyed. So that's my last. What are you watching for the year?
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah, I definitely want to get a French dispatch. Um, so does Morgan as well. Um and yeah, National Lampoon, I so get what you mean. It's it's not my style either. I've watched a few of the other ones. Um, not the Christmas I, I don't think I don't think I've seen the Christmas one before. Uh yeah, I don't get it. I get it from that like time and things, but nah. Not now. Um but yeah, for me, ladies and gentlemen and people in between I uh, uh, I can't really talk about what I saw, uh, because I saw Spider-Man No Way Home, and unfortunately, I just, I can't talk about it, I can't talk about it, because I, I don't want to spoil it, I can't spoil it, I can't say anything, you know, even the 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 thing is is that it's hard to know when the cut off time about when you can say stuff yeah. and things like that. You it's know, definitely it's, still it's, too early, but at I, some I, point, totally. You know,
0: at some point, you do have to have yeah. the
1: freedom to to discuss discuss yep. it. Totally, it's, it's uh it has it has been a week. Um, so I can't. I also know James has not seen it as well. I know a lot of people that haven't seen it. Um, I also know a lot of people that have seen it. Um, but yeah, I I the thing all I can really say is that I loved it best spider-man movie ever wow um and yeah it's it's all the hype rolled in to just one massive movie that is totally worth it exciting Um, yeah yeah uh yeah so coming from a big marvel fan in this movie just uh redonkulous redonkulously good um i don't even want to tell you how i f- how i but the things that i felt during the movie because i don't want to spoil anything uh so yeah spider-man no way home please go and see it um don't get it spoiled for you because it's so much more satisfying in cinema nice
0: nice is, hey you've done, done a good job thing. sort of whipping me into shape to go and see it i mean i went and saw french dispatch because fran also wanted to see it, but spider-man Uh, Is gonna be a is gonna be a solo venture. I think. I think it will be me. Maybe on Boxing Day or whatever. Just deciding I need to go and see this because you're right. There is there is a certain amount of time where your your right to not see spoilers (laughs) accidentally kind of expires. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yes, I mean, hey, between between. That you seeing June and me seeing French Dispatch—that's some some good stuff. Yeah, we've I know it some always feels movies. weird to go and see anything in the cinemas at this time of year because it's it's so hot and lovely outside, and sometimes I wish that good films wouldn't come out um, at True. this time of year. But I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, I mean they they do, I, That's why we went and saw the film at like eight thirty the other night because I could just tell that you know it yeah. was a nice day and we were going to want to see it late. Um Shall we do one
1: last ten to two for the year? Oh yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I got to think of words. Um, oh yes, I'm keen. Definitely. Um,
0: I just realised I I wasn't sure if if you had other what are you watching or if you were just putting all your eggs into the Spider Man basket. So if nah, there is anything I'm, very quickly, nah,
1: I'm putting all my eggs into that. Yeah, I really haven't haven't seen anything. I mean, yeah, I was away for four course, days. Of course. Um, the past couple of days. Uh, what have I been watching on TV? Uh, yeah, I can't even remember.
0: (laughs) That's right, nothing important. I just realised
1: I might have cut you off. No, 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 you did not, you did not at all. I was definitely putting my eggs into that basket.
0: Nice. Well, 10 to 2, Mm. we haven't played it for a while. The whole point of this game is for Matt and I to go back through our Facebook Messenger history, search a word that we think has been in the Messenger 2 to 10 times, Based on what we know about our friendship, for example, the word beer is probably in there a hundred times. The word, I don't know, Nicaragua. Probably, I don't think we've ever messaged about Nicaragua. I don't know, uh, but the aim is to really middle it, two to ten. Uh, and, and if you get if you if you successfully guess a word, that's ten to two, two to ten you get a point and from there uh, the other person gets to pick one of those messages and the goal is to try and remember the context of when that message was sent Matt um, and I have known each other for about you know six coming on seven years so you know sometimes it's hard sometimes the messages are very specific sometimes they're not um, let's name the game I believe you're up like
1: seven four um oh that's a really good eight, question no eight, I think it's no I think it's Eight six. Eight, six? Yeah, I think you uh, you really caught up uh, last I, game we had. I don't know if I did. Well, for now um, we'll just we'll put a
0: star on that. But we'll, we'll absolutely have no. I found it. Year. It's, it's eight six. Eight six. Oh goody.
1: Yeah. Goody goody. Um, have you thought of your word? I've got one word. I just one. haven't got my backup word, but I'm I can I can well, stand start, strong we'll, on my one word. We'll
0: just start with your one word. I've only got one for the moment. I feel like it's going to be doozy. So. Uh, you go first. I've got searching conversation up on my phone. What is a word you think has been in our messenger 10 to 2? Beach. Beach. I think it's a good one. I think this'll I think you're right on the money. Um, searching. The word beach has been in our chat a grand total of dot 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 zero times i think oh it's not showing it's not showing anything which usually means that it's 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 a dud it's a zero feel free to search on your end just to double check um Uh. but yeah it's it's showing nothing which you would think we would have said at some point but also can i remember any times that we have been at the beach together i nothing specific
1: I wasn't entirely sure if maybe, you know, we are talked about we were going or something. Yeah. But how often do we really go to the beach in Wellington anyway? Um, well, I have one word. So I could go while
0: you think? Or okay, do you, you want to just spontaneously? Yep,
1: you, yep. No, no, you go while, while I think of another okay, one. Okay,
0: very in tune with yours. My word is summer.
1: Oh, nice. All right. Have summer. we talked about summer
0: but not been talking about beaches?
1: Has been in our chat a total of, (laughs) I see you counting with your pen. (laughs) Yeah, mine doesn't like say it, it lists it. So I have to count them. Yeah, I know. Uh, Summer has been in our chat a total of 10 times. You have just scraped in with that one.
0: Just scraped in. Yeah. Okay, cool so pick pick one of the 10 any of the 10 Uh, I've scored a point for getting a 10 to 2 and then it is another point if I can guess the year correctly of the message that Matt says and uh, reads out and uh, I believe another 2 if I can guess the right month wow lots of summer but no beaches he's thinking um fair enough because there's a few to choose from
1: yeah there are a few to choose from All right, let's do this one I'm ready. This is from you to me. Cool. Of course. We'll do. Also, exciting stuff about Summer Shakespeare. Profile Pick is very cool.
0: Right, okay. What year would you have done Summer Shakespeare? Uh, it's obviously pre Ooh. Again, so I came back in March twenty twenty. The posters were up, which makes me think that you did Summer Shakespeare in 2020 because otherwise the posters would have been up, you know, for over a year, even though I was sort of behind posters. So I'm thinking like 2019, 2020 season. The question is, is this 2019 or 2020? Because I don't know the month that the uh, Summer Shakespeare actually takes place. I'm going to guess the year is 2019
1: That is incorrect. Ah,
0: oh, dagger
1: win. It was twenty twenty. Bugger,
0: bugger, bugger twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, you really had the right, uh, right thinking there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Of course, we'll do. Also, exciting stuff about summer Shakespeare so profile pick is very cool. Um. You sent this to me on the twenty seventh of January. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Tough. tough. Um, Good choice because... for you, to be honest. To, Thank to, you.
0: to cover two years. Yeah. I, I love um, the tactics.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I was about to perform um, in February, oh. so it hadn't actually happened yet when you yeah. sent
0: me this message. I didn't. I didn't think it would have. I thought it would have been in advance, but I thought it was probably enough in advance. I was trying to think, you know, how far before a show does the poster come out? But hey. I, I, I doff my cap in your general direction to recognize the skill of, of picking a message over the course of a year. Thank but you. I do you want to know uh, something really
1: sad, though? I do want to know something really sad. I probably don't, but I do. Two messages later, your message to me was some helpful elements of us potentially living together.
0: Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Okay, so you've got one point for that. So one point. I've clawed back one to eight, seven. Uh, I still need a...
1: Yeah, I need a word. I need a word.
0: word. You need a word. And I'm going to give you less than 20 seconds to pick one. Absolutely fine. We've done beach. We've done summer. Will he stay in the theme? Or will he go out of the box? I can see
1: the cogs turning once yeah, again. High hard. quality
0: podcasting,
1: <laughs> really engine. hard. Uh, okay, the word I'm going for, I am going for—I don't think it's been said—is "street."
0: Street. Oof. Yeah. Now I'm—I don't think it will show up, but I'm going to make a call that "st dot." doesn't count simply because I don't think it will show up or you wanting to search st dot and not the word street because I oh, think that's they're mutually a really exclusive. good point
1: that's a really good point
0: I'll also give you a bonus 10 seconds to completely change your mind <laughs> I mean you've already won for the year it's it's 8-7 we it's the last one of the year you take the win so don't agonize over it too We're much flat Flat. Oh, I'm going to say that's high teens. Flat has been in our conversation, searching, pending. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe you've been undone by a word that can mean lots of different things. Oh, but but I think for the most part, flat is has sort of meant the word you're intending, sort of a residential space. Yeah, uh, has been written 55 times in our chat <laughs> i panicked <laughs> you you panicked but hey as i said you you had an unassailable lead of one uh the word street in there 13 times so that still would have been outside the boundaries oh, okay all right um but look congratulations to you uh you have taken out this year of uh 10 to 2 Thank you. Eight, Thank seven. You. I think we played three or four times. Um, yep. I'll be sure to send you your winner's package at some point. And um, <laughs> that about rounds, rounds out this weekly brew, uh, the podcast for this year, maybe. And all that's left to be done is to do one final score for the year. Uh, I'm going to start. So this is the first double IPA I've done on the show. And probably the first double IPA I've had in a while. I think it's actually a bit too much for me. Um, I think I'd rather have a 440 at 5% mm. and have a bigger beer and have it be less intense. Yeah. Um, Like I've enjoyed the flavor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As I take one last sip, but it's... Uh, and maybe it's just because, you know, it's summertime. This might be more more sort of cold weather inclined, but I actually just think it might be a bit too much for me. So I am going to give it... Ooh, where are we going to put this? I mean, I can actually stare at all our scores. I'm going to give this a unique score for my brulette for the year. And I'm going to give it a 7.7. 7. So nice. decent. Yeah. You no, know, I think it's a good beer. It's tasty. Uh, the flavor notes that are in there, I think come through. I just don't think I would have it again from a intensity perspective. But better than other beers where I would say, oh, I wouldn't get that again because there's better sours or there's better hazies or I don't like the taste. It's not like I mm. don't like the taste of this. It just I would never drink it anywhere near as regularly as some of the high scores. So a 7.7 goes in the books, and that is me done for the
1: year. Brulette, how's yours? Ooh. Nice. Um, yeah, my beer, unfortunately, didn't... It kind of got worse as it went. Um, yeah, it didn't really pack you know what the first kind of sip did to my palate um the whole way through which was yeah slightly disappointing very easily drinkable like um i think one thing that it doesn't really have going for it all that much is the hazy aspect of it um it's yeah like it's quite hoppy um you know i think back to the double ipas and probably double ipa you're having right now and it is you know kind of ventures more towards that line um so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's called itself a hazy pale ale. Um, yeah, to be honest, uh, as I look through my list as well, I look at things on this list that it's, I kind of, yeah, it's not as good as. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to, it's still respectable, I'm going to have to give it a 7.2. Ooh. Yeah. Lowish. It's, Lowish. It's Quite low on my list, but yeah. still a good score. And that just, just goes score. to show you our scale. <laughs> yeah. And
0: uh, one thing we should we should say is, you know, Fran and I are meant to be in Auckland for New Year's. Um, there is potential for us to pick our, you know, top maybe three beers from our scores and, and compare them. That is still something we want to do. It didn't happen while we were down here. Maybe it will happen when we're up in Auckland. Uh, because, you know, while we like our own singular lists, we need to condense them together as a as a, an agreed-upon scores, as we started mm, on last mm. week. um, But nice to do to a 30th for the year. That does feel like such a round number. Hey, <laughs> yeah, look, 60, 60 beers reviewed is not bad. Not That's bad pretty good all for a year. Um, any final thoughts before we round out for 2021?
1: Uh, yeah, just that it's, yeah, you know, uh, I've really enjoyed it um you know every every topic that we've discussed and things has felt like it's come from a really good place um and also just yeah really thankful for obviously having you and having this uh through lockdown and stuff as well um did help immensely something to kind of focus on um and yeah just uh yeah excited to see what our next chapter brings for us both um on this podcast and away from it as always um I am invested in our lives, so let's well, thank good. you me too it's <laughs> a It's a good baseline to be operating from <laughs> yeah.
0: no, but in all seriousness, uh thank you for this year you know we've churned we've churned through some episodes i think again next episode we'll we'll have a look on the air and and do some stats and data and figure out what we've done. but thank you in general for this year again, I think incredible work from us to do almost a whole year of podcasting. And, uh, of course the, the, the main last thing to do is to thank our audience, people that have chugged away every week with us, whether you've, d- you know, dived in once a month or every week you're releasing within the first 24 hours, uh, those impassioned fans out there, we, we mm. genuinely do love you and appreciate yeah. you. And, and if not for you, the show wouldn't be continuing. So, uh, we, we haven't really sat down and planned next year yet. And I think that's a nice thing to not feel too much pressure. Matt and I are very much just kind of enjoying signing off from this year, but it's been an absolute blast. Uh, I wouldn't be doing it with, with anyone else other than you. Um, it's nice to know that I get to see you in a couple of weeks again after such yeah. a long long period. Um, and, yeah, look forward to whenever the the next beer we have together is. Hopefully it's in person.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, well,
0: it will. It will be. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about that. To all the lovely people out there, uh, Christmas-minded, or not Christmas-minded, we hope we have a a jingly-jangly end of the (laughs) year, New Year's plans, whatever you're getting up to, and uh, Matt and I will see you very soon. But from us both, from the show, all that is left to be said is we will see you next time.